we live crazy, maniacally busy lives in, in realms that don't even exist, you know, virtual realms most of the time. And we often miss the really simple things all around us all the time that are God's beautiful creations and moments of absolute splendor. And so what I love to do most is to take the opportunity to see those things, photograph them well, and present them to people, things that are oftentimes right under your nose. Hi, I'm Tori Reed, the CEO of Victory and Noble, as well as the executive producer for Getting Deals Done. Getting Deals Done is about one of three dynamic intentions. Number one, the success mindset, which is about the visionary doer as well as the dream catcher. Number two, systems, what it takes to get deals done in the world. And number three, power, how big things are done in the world. Getting Deals Done is about impacting humanity one deal at a time. Our shows are produced for the busy executive in under 20 minutes with voiceovers that aim to clarify, inspire, and raise your collective business IQ. We hope this show will leave you supercharged with capital energy, focused with purpose, and ready to do your very best by being your best. Welcome to Getting Deals Done with Patrick Howell, my partner and a tenured financier, as well as someone who knows a thing or two about getting the deal done. We have all been through incredible changes since 2020. In fact, more people are committed to living their best lives than ever before. At Getting Deals Done with Patrick Howell, we are staying healthy and hydrated throughout this episode, courtesy of our premier partners at Vivro Water, a sustainable solutions company who has been leading the charge for nearly 40 years for a kinder, smarter, and lighter planet. With the most reliable, highest performing, and eye-catchingly stylish water dispensing equipment available, they specialize in advanced water filtration, chilling and carbonation, at the touch of a button or pull of a handle. Vivro Water is precisely the kind of life choice for leading captains of industry. We are all getting deals done and trying to lead our very best lives. Sustainable water, making the world responsible and healthier. One conversation, one deal, one pour at a time. Go to vivrowater.com, V-I-V-R-E-A-U, water.com for more information. There is the anatomy of art in business. There are the metaphysics of science in the deal. These are some of the thoughts crossing my mind when I enter and leave Aaron Chang's world-renowned gallery in Solana Beach's art district, the Cedros Avenue Design District. It feels different here. His second meditation galleries perched upon Monterey's Carmel Valley, where Pebble Beach draws from the best from the world of golf annually. Aaron Chang's work has generated tens of millions in revenues, working with premier national brands as Apple, Google, Mercedes-Benz, and Biosat satellites locally. I moved myself to Hawaii when I was 17, and my goal was to be a surfer. My older cousin, who was very connected in Waikiki, said, well, that's grand, but you need a job. What are your skill sets? And I started thinking and 
you know, at 17, there's not a lot there, delivering newspapers, working in restaurants. But I told her that I didn't done well in photography hmm. in high school. She goes, I can work with that. And she got me a job shooting tourists going to luau's in Waikiki. And if you add to that photography skill that I was a competitive swimmer and that I knew surfing, it was a logical progression for me to take my camera in the waves in Hawaii. And I combined those things into a career. Yes. So for a long period, if people asked me what I did for a living, I would often say, I'm a professional swimmer. Photography and artwork have factored into everything that you've done. And it's actually been an outward expression of how you have not only viewed the world, but how the world views you. And you actually have that interaction with, with the world through your work. How do photography and artwork inform you as a business person? It's a very heady question and it's a long answer. But in essence, when I was a young man, I was very introverted. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that through photography, and I figured this out in high school, because in high school, I was so introverted, I could barely speak. But I figured out that by making pictures of things and wrapping the concept together well, I was able to communicate to people. Yes. So through my youth, that was my vehicle of communication. I still struggled with that, being able to speak to people and, mm -hmm. and carry on cohesive conversations I would get kind of frightened and fragmented. and But photography is a very peculiar medium because it's so much equal parts left and right brain. And that's, I think, what I love about it. Coincidentally, it goes back to my parents. My mother was an art teacher. My father was a math teacher. So I kind of assimilated from both of them their talents and channeled them into a a form of communication that kind of grew up alongside me. You know, I started in the 70s and photography in terms of nowadays is, was so rudimentary. I mean, you had film cameras, they had 36 frames on a roll, you shot one frame at a time, you know, contrast to today where you have cyborg-like machines making gazillions of calculations and shooting 20 frames a second, as many as you can possibly shoot, and yielding unbelievable results. It's just, it's different, entirely different. So my life in photography as a communicator has taken different steps and different evolutions to a point where when I launched away from commercial and editorial photography mm -hmm. into art, because you were for 15 years, you were with Surf Magazine. You yeah, I was editor. the senior photographer at Surfing Magazine for yes. 25 years, yes. which was a job that was very hard to leave because it was a beautiful job from all perspectives. You know, I got to travel. I had the freedom to explore the world. I was working with emerging talents. I got to surf all the time. It was just fantastic for me. But... As I transitioned into family life and raising my own family, you know, I left that behind. And one of the logical steps was, all right, let's see if we can do this as art. And that's a very big step to leave the commercial realm, the security of, you know, retainers and big clients and big jobs to try and do it all yourself. Yes. My ace in the hole was an incredible intelligent wife who had a degree in business. Yes. And equally 
unofficially a degree in psychology because she mm -hmm. handled me over the years, taught me how to be a good human and taught me to be a good business person. You know, we're still in it and learning together all the time. And I think that that's been my ace in the hole. That and as I was telling you earlier about the year I did in economics in junior college, which really laid it down a solid foundation to my business acumen and then having Erica kind of help me build on top of that. That's your wife, yeah. Erica. Yeah, she's amazing and true blessing in my life. On your website, there's a value statement next to the mission statement that caught my eye because the purpose of getting deals done is really to focus on how business can change the world one deal at a time and make it a better place. And I noticed this on your website. Aaron Chang website, there's a value statement that states, whether teaching students about photography or championing the needy, the gallery will become a leader in the business community by adopting a servant's heart and using the simple act of giving as a strategy for success. Please talk about how giving in a society where in God we trust and cash we pay is kind of the unofficial edict. How is it prudent and how is it savvy to give? I think giving is at the fundamental core of our existence, my wife and our existence, because all things good in your life come from giving. Yes. Either you're given to by God or friends or country or whatever circumstances. And if you let that be the end all and you just take, it sort of limits the potential. But I would tell a simple story. What we found over the almost 12 years we've been in business, that giving is the best form of promotion. It's the best form of engagement. It's the best form of interaction with people. Because yes. when you walk into an art gallery, most of the time, and not always, but most of the time, you're walking into an environment that's filled with pretense and posturing and hype. And so in my galleries, we work very hard to dismantle all that. You know, we do so by welcoming everybody as if they were your brother mm -hmm. or sister. You know, we publish the prices on our website, on the wall. We offer you options. We basically try to make this a very user-friendly experience yes. by customizing art. Part of our bigger picture is that we're here to help people embellish their lives and let's make it a great experience. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the whole giving servant heart attitude that I think has really caused our gallery to grow exponentially. Social entrepreneurism has been a catchphrase in the culture for the past decade or so. But what does it mean? Sure, giving with a servant heart attitude. But it is a form of capitalism where profit is surely the focus, but not necessarily the bottom line. Social entrepreneurism is where everyone benefits from the vision of a visionary. So now let's step back in time a little bit back into the 1960s, you and your father stepped into a movie theater and the visionary surf filmmaker, Bruce Brown, had the endless summer. Can you talk a little bit about how that moment with your father became an experience that would endlessly supply you with inspiration and spirit for the years to come? So to frame that a little better, you have to really very acutely aware that this is pre-media. So you saw magazines once in a blue moon, International Surfing Magazine, which I eventually worked for, I think was published quarterly or bi-monthly or something like that. 
there was nothing on TV except the wide world of sports, which and figured out ABC, surfing. Yeah. And we were surfing in Imperial Beach, and it was a whole emerging subculture that only communicated through these monthly, bi-monthly magazines and word of mouth. And there was a, a like an underground film circuit, you know, that communicated. But when I was in sixth grade, I won a safety patrol of the month award. And it was two tickets to the Palm Theater, which was the movie theater, which was the only place that we saw international or big media. And Bruce Brown's movie was the first movie to make it to a theatrical distribution. It was Oscar nominated. When I was sitting there watching it, it revealed a world to me, a world of travel, of adventure, of exotic culture. But for some reason, when they got to South Africa and Bruce's beauties, it hit a nerve in me because my whole life I had grown up surfing beach break waves, which are quick, fast, and hard. And here in this movie was this long, rolling perfection that you dreamed about and couldn't really imagine mm -hmm. until that movie and you saw it. My success was 10 years in the making. And those first few years were really hard. Yes. I mean, I talk a lot fondly of my brown rice and tofu diet from Celestial Foods, you know, and how <laughs> every now and then a can of tuna fish would be a big meal for me. So, I never really forgot those beginnings, yes. but, you know, in every sense of the word, I had to really bootstrap this thing off the ground because surfing wasn't an industry. Being a surf photographer was, you know, there was a handful of guys that did it for the magazines and literally like five internationally. So it was really, and explaining that to parents, both successful parents, teachers, and, you know, my dad's a true mathematical genius, explaining to them that I'm going to be a surfer, surf photographer was not easy, didn't go over well. Yes. And even along the way, I met a man named John Wagner who created Impact Pacific He's the inventor and patent holder of the drywall screw, among other things. Genius, true genius, entrepreneur. And leaving his mentorship and his path to success that he plotted out to me, to be a surf photographer making no money was questionable all along the way. I mean, it was following a passion and a drive and a desire that made no financial or logical sense. So as I said, there's a maverick energy in you that goes against the norms. And I think that that fed you. I think that for every time you heard that it was impossible, you're like, we'll see. Yeah. Well, you once said that there's been many obstacles for me in my life coinciding with what we just spoke about. But one thing never changed. I never stopped dreaming and I never stopped trying. Faith and perseverance, what I like to call the metaphysics of business. Can you talk about how these priceless commodities, as you've already done to a certain extent, have created a vision that the rest of the world engages in, in seeing what surfing is? Going back to my youth in Hawaii, I would swim in the surf regardless of size. And that was kind of my joy and my passion. And the bigger and more dangerous it got, the more I found myself in the ocean solo. 
Mm -hmm. And during those preliminary forays into big, giant, beautiful Hawaiian waves and being out there by yourself swimming around, it kind of nudges you to realize there's some bigger forces in life than just you. You know, you're feeling this celestial energy that's created in the sun and you're witnessing all these things that are just, they're moving you at levels you can't comprehend. Yes. You know, and I think that was a feeling that kind of overwhelmed me and Hmm. drove my interest in communicating that feeling through my images to other people. You know, it was much later in life when I figured out that all that comes to God and relates to God and the gift of life and all that stuff. So that becomes later in life the foundation to what I do and particularly accentuated when in my mid-30s I broke my neck and I was paralyzed in my upper body and it was all gone. Everything vanished. And, you know, in that recovery process, you do a lot of contemplation and introspection. And so I really, I think, made it a decision that I'm going to devote my life to this photography business to try to communicate what a gift it is that we have. And that now drives almost everything we do is to try and, you know, we live crazy, maniacally busy lives in in realms that don't even exist, you know, virtual realms most of the time. And we often miss the really simple things all around us all the time that are God's beautiful creations and moments of absolute splendor. And so what I love to do most is to take the opportunity to see those things, photograph them well, and present them to people. Aaron Chang is the epitome of a visionary. The definition of visionary is someone who is thinking about or planning the future with imagination or wisdom. Starting as a staff photographer for Surf Magazine and becoming one of the best to ever pick up a camera on the ocean shores, Aaron Chang's work creates a sense of wonder in clients, fans, and staff alike. This verb and artistry is also essential to his work as a businessman and visionary who has built a lucrative business with a global audience. His bottom line, however, seems to reflect, create, and impact a greater humanity, particularly with the work he is placing in hospitals, where his explicit vision is to create work that heals in times of crisis. What is your vision? How does your imagination see the world different from how it currently is? That is not only a so-called competitive advantage, but a world of difference through your eyes. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Getting Deals Done. Each show is engineered as meditation on success by the same team that has brought you success meditations on the art of life, as well as being your very best self with our flagship program, Here's to Life with Tori Reed. The Hilton Sacramento Art and West in Sacramento, California, is committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivery of a clean stay from check-in to check-out. 
Located a couple of exits from downtown Sacramento and California's capital, our hotel provides a world-class stay, amenities, and rooms at the center of the California experience. California is a world-class economy with visionaries, doers, and dream catchers at its heart. Our mission, as with Here's to Life and Getting Deals Done, is the highest possible expression of excellence, business moxie, humanity, and client care. As the world moves at a fast and sometimes hectic pace, we will provide you with a peace of mind. The Hilton Sacramento Art and West is here to make your experience a better one. We look forward to receiving you. I am Ginger Levert, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Hilton Sacramento Art and West. Our focus is on the customer experience and a pristine excellence. When you travel to Sacramento, stay with us and I guarantee your peace of mind. We look forward to bringing you another dynamic offering globally every two weeks. Be sure to join us for our virtual mastermind forum. And remember, prosperity is a state of being, not a ledger line on your bank account.